Hello, I'm Jonathan Moyes, Head of Investment Research at Wealth Club, and today I'm with Fred Ersel of Pembroke Investment Managers to talk about the Pembroke VCT. Hello, Fred. Welcome to the studio. Firstly, I wonder if you could tell us about Pembroke Investment Managers and your own experience. Hi, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. So, Pembroke is an investment management business that manages the Pembroke VCT. The VCT itself was established in 2013, and it was established by two entrepreneurs, so Peter Dubens and Andrew Wolfson. The two came together to design a venture capital business that they wish they had when they wish they found when they were running companies themselves. And it's an important point. We were truly designed for by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs, and it's something that really differentiates us differentiates us out in the market today. The VCT has 200 million of assets under management and 48 portfolio companies. Me, myself, I joined the team in 2019. I've got a background in corporate finance. So prior to Pembroke, I worked with early stage companies on growth capital raises, spending a lot of time in the EIS and VCT market myself. And I worked with Pembroke before. And so what does the Pembroke VCT aim to do for investors? So for investors, the VCT aims to provide a five pence per share annual dividend, a stable and growing net asset value, and in years where we achieve a number of strong exits, providing outsized returns by way of special dividends. But what what does that actually mean? So what Pembroke actually does for investors is it takes the investor's capital, pulls it together, identifies sources and invests into great early stage companies. We then manage that portfolio through to exit, And when we exit, we return the capital back to our investors. So what types of companies are you investing in? So we invest across six key sectors. Those sectors are media, design, wellness, education, digital services and food, beverage and hospitality. Now, within those sectors, we look for some core characteristics that are present across all of them. So those are led by businesses led by great management teams. They are disrupting really large markets with business models that we understand and can invest behind. The businesses also have great fundamentals. So what do I mean by that? I mean gross profit margins. I mean returns on capital, efficient marketing spend, um, essentially great economics behind the business. And lastly, we look for businesses with product market fit. Now, we define that at Pembroke as having achieved a million in annualised sales. You mentioned management teams there. What do you look for in a good management team specifically? I suppose every, every investor will say they back great management teams. What does that mean for you? So for us, we, we take an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial approach to, to the way we look at businesses and thus management teams. We're looking for management teams really with the key characteristic is drive and ambition. So they're, they're, they've often got to where they have meeting our criteria with very little capital and they've shown that real drive and ambition to grow a business. We also like teams that have deep understanding of the product or the service or the problem they're looking to solve. So perhaps they've worked in the industry, they may have been a really frustrated consumer themselves and are really motivated now to go out and and fix the problems. We like management teams that are diverse. So perhaps the founders have realised that they could really benefit from expertise in specific areas, be that marketing, sales or finance or operations. And we like a a really diverse team. And lastly, and this is a harder one to quantify, is EQ. So uh, we like management teams not that have 
really great IQ, but also great EQ. What, why do we look for EQ? It's emotional intelligence. Yes, mm. exactly. So we're, we're looking for that. So because we're, we're going to be on a long journey with this business, three, five, seven, maybe 10 years. Um, so we'd like to like to enjoy that time with them. But also it's important because the management team are going to be engaging with customers. They're going to be building their teams and growing them. And also eventually speaking with the, the exit, um, so the, the buyers of those businesses. And if they can build great relationships, it's going to make the journey much easier. So Fred, can you tell us about some recent investments you've made in the VCT? Absolutely. So the most recent publicly announced investment is a business called Vive. It's a makeup business that's accessible, cruelty-free and vegan. The business was founded by Jamie Genevieve, a brilliant entrepreneur who's a professional makeup artist by background, but has worked in the makeup industry for a number of years in lots of different roles. Across her time in the industry, she built a really wide, broad-ranging community behind her that follow her on, follow her on social media. So she has millions of followers across her, um, across her platforms. Why that's great is she has a deep understanding of the consumer and listens to them and, and what they want. And she has a laser focus on developing products that they love and will only release products when she's really happy with them herself. What we really like about Jamie is she's built a fantastic management team around her. So people from senior roles in L'Oreal, Charlotte Tilbury, Shiseido, and lots of other makeup and beauty businesses. And it's probably the most complete um, management team we've ever backed. So what stage is that business at when you invest? So that business is generating multi-million pound revenues. We, but as Pembroke, we invest post a million in annualised sales. Any other examples? So another business is Blue Bloom. That's a mm -hmm. business that's um, disrupting the eyewear market. So they sell premium glasses, um, so spectacles and sunglasses at an accessible price point. So in that market, you have loads of middlemen um, and very high markups from the big brands. Blue Bloom eradicates all of that and sells directly to the customers. What's particularly interesting about Blue Bloom is that we first saw the business back in 2020 and we really liked the brand, we liked the founders, we liked what they were doing. However, at the time, it was purely digital direct consumer. So all the glasses were sold online. We kept track of the business. We said no at the time, but we kept track of that business um, and saw they opened two stores in central London, one in Carnaby Street and one in Marlebone High Street. We got back in touch with the founders, started conversations again, and we saw that the stores were trading on very healthy EBITDA margins. And we felt that that was the perfect time to invest. So we backed that business just recently. And what about some of the more mature holdings within the portfolio? Are there any particular highlights there? How are they performing? So Pembroke has a number of mature holdings in the portfolio. Um, we have a couple of businesses with uh, turnover in the hundreds of millions. Um, but there's two businesses, kind of the mature established holdings that I'd like to talk about today, both of which we backed in 2018. The first one is N Family Club. It's mm -hmm. a nursery chain that we backed when it had one site and it's now grown to having over 25 sites. The second is Popsa. Popsa is a photo book app that uses really smart technology to provide a great experience, allowing customers to develop photo books in a matter of minutes, not hours, and really improves the quality of those photo books. Popsa's revenue is over 50 times since our initial investment. And why I mentioned those two businesses is because they are established holdings that have been in our portfolio for a number of years. But this year, both of them have received external investment, which when I, talk, when I think about our established holdings, we value them as we do, and we're very transparent with how we value our, our businesses. Mm -hmm. But other investors have looked at those valuations and came in 
and provided capital to further those valuations. So they see huge upside in both of those portfolio companies. And we're really excited about our portfolio as a whole. That's very interesting. And so besides funding, uh, what do you do to help these companies succeed? Good question. I mentioned our entrepreneurial approach and our entrepreneurial founding, and it's something that we that we really place a lot of emphasis on. So we take a board seat typically in the companies that we're investing in and support on a board level with, with guidance and, and strategic advice. And we actually have a dedicated portfolio team who spend their entire time supporting our portfolio companies. Now, I mentioned earlier, it's all about the people at the stage we're investing. So they're often helping them hire, be that a CFO, a chair, a non-executive director, um, but they help in a wide, wide variety of ways as well. And so how's the current environment affecting the portfolio and how you invest? So it's not affecting the way we invest or the companies we're looking to back. We've always backed fast growth, really resilient businesses. So we'll continue to do that. In terms of how it's affecting the portfolio, the, there's definitely less capital around. There's definitely fewer inbound inquiries coming to our portfolio companies. But we believe our portfolio is strong and resilient and will continue to thrive. And have you felt the need to revalue the portfolio at all to reflect sort of wider falls in the stock market? So at Pembroke, we value our portfolio every quarter. We use the stock market as a factor, but it's not the sole factor. We use a wide variety of data points to, to come to our valuations. We take a very prudent approach and our valuations are audited by our, um, by our accounting firm. So Fred, what's the biggest challenges you face currently as an investor? So I think the biggest challenge as an investor is finding and investing into the best companies at fair prices. Now, you, you wouldn't think that potentially in the current market, um, but actually there's a real flight to quality. So finding those, those great opportunities is becoming ever harder. Now, at Pembroke, we have really focused on our outbound and our origination. So we're looking to get into really exciting deals that others aren't looking at, perhaps. So if I look at the seven investments that we'll make this year, three of them will be into investment opportunities that haven't reached the market. So they've been proprietary. We've originated them and negotiated the deal before they've approached the rest of the market and had their valuations bidded up by other investors. So how risky is this stage of the market and this piece, yeah, early stage investing in general is high risk. How risky is your specific part of the market, would you say? So for, let's say for every 10 companies you back, how many do you, do you expect to fail? So it's definitely a risky part of the market. Mm. We're investing in early stage companies, but at Pembroke, we don't invest in, we're a venture capital firm, but we don't invest in startups. So we're investing post that product market fit point I mentioned of a million of turnover. We feel that de-risks the company slightly from, um, from investing at the earlier stage, but there will of course be failures within the portfolio. And so what about exits, Fred? Any exits in the portfolio recently that you can talk about? So our most recent exit was a business called M&M. M&M is a woman's fashionwear brand that we originally invested in 2015. M&M had a great eye for design. They also had a really data-led approach to everything they did. So they really used data to understand their own consumer, marketing and growth strategy. We invested in that business back in 2015 and we sold it in March of this year to a private equity fund for 16 times return on our money. Which is a pretty impressive return. Uh, so looking at the performance of the VCT as a whole, how's, how's that performing? So I'm really pleased to say that Pembroke VCT is performing really strongly. Um, if I look over the last two years, our total return is up 19%. And over the same period, we've paid 19 pence in dividends, 
which some of which is linked to our most recent, some of our most recent exits, the M&M exit, Pastor Evangelist, and Plenish. Um, in those years where we've achieved a number of exits, we provide a special dividend on top of our annual dividend. So on dividends, uh, what are you targeting and are you confident you can continue to achieve it? So we target five pence per share annual dividend. Um, and in years that we achieve exits, as I just mentioned, um, when we have a number of significant exits, we'll provide special dividends on top of that. So to sum up then, Fred, for those who want to invest in a VCT this year, why should they invest in the Pembroke VCT? The VCT is a truly differentiated VCT, investing in sectors that we have a deep understanding of. The VCT levies no fees on its portfolio companies, meaning more of our investors' money is put to work in the things it's meant to be doing, so investing in early-stage businesses. The senior team also have significant um, investments in the VCT themselves, meaning that we're truly aligned with our investors and want the same things. Fred Ersel of Pembroke Investment Managers, thank you very much. Thank you. If you are watching on YouTube, please press like and subscribe to the channel for more.